Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Season Previews for 2021. I'm your host, Stephen Westway. Good to be here as always as we discuss the rest of the teams and their season previews for 2021. Sorry about the brief hiatus over the last few weeks. Some unexpected things happened and then life got in the way as well. Uh, but if you guys haven't, please go back and check out the Brisbane Broncos season preview and the Canberra Raiders season preview as well. They're both up. Uh, and where do you... I think they're going to finish. Well, listen to those podcasts and find out. Today, we're going to be discussing the Canterbury Bulldogs, and they're a team that's been struggling over the last couple of years. They've got a new coach for 2021, so we'll see how they go and what I think their season's going to look like. But before we start, please remember to like this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, wherever you guys listen to all your favorite podcasts each and every week. And please like Steve's NRL Facebook, uh, Steve's NRL Free Tips on Facebook and get all the latest news about the podcast right there. Let's start a conversation. Tell me what you think about my season previews. Let's get straight into it. The Canterbury Bulldogs were a team that, well, in 2020, they only won three games. So they definitely struggled. And those three games that they won were against the South Sydney team, a Dragons team, and a Newcastle Knights team that they weren't expected to beat. They had a couple upsets. But really, a lot of people expected the Bulldogs to finish with the wooden spoon. The Broncos, of course, got that. But they finished a little bit better than them on a for and against scale, winning the same amount as the Brisbane Broncos. So they ended the season with three wins and 17 losses. They only put on 14 point, an average of 14 points a game um, in attack, and they conceded a lot more than that, over 25 points a game they conceded. So incoming coach Trent Barrett has a lot of work to do with this team. It's been a very busy offseason for them. They do have a bunch of 2021 player signings, as we get through to them, we've got Corey Allen, the fullback from the South City Rabbitohs. He took over in that Custerian role when Latrell Mitchell went down injured halfway through the Rabbitohs season last year and did a great job there. They've signed Nick Kotrick from the Raiders. Fantastic winger in his own right. Kyle Flanagan comes over after a one-year stint at the Sydney Roosters where a lot of people expected him to be the halfback there for the next five to ten years. Obviously, that didn't pan out. Flanagan wasn't happy with the way the Roosters used him as a scapegoat basically after the abrupt end to their 2020 finals campaign. They've also signed Jack Harrington, the Bulldogs, a handy player from the Panthers and obviously got loaned to the Warriors last year as well. And a couple of young guys uh, like uh, Cafferatina, Patalo, Picken, Topany, and Corey Waddell from the Manly Sea Eagles. So a bunch of handy signings for them in 2021. If you look further than that, in 2022, they've also already got a couple of key signings. Matt Burden basically has pretty much signed the door, um, signed the contract to play with the, the Bulldogs in 2022. He's basically slammed the door shut on staying with the Penrith Panthers because they can't seem to fit him into their starting lineup. They've also signed Josh Adokar, which is a huge signing from the Melbourne Storm. So the future's looking bright if you guys are Bulldogs fans. The question is, what are they going to produce in 2021? Obviously, Trent Barrett's coming to this team that, you know, they've signed all these guys in the offseason. Trent Barrett's helped get a couple of these guys to the club. Guys like Matt Burden, that will be there in 2022. But will the immediate success come, or is it more of a let's build the club to a brighter future, and in a couple of years, we're going to be really competitive and in the mix for a premiership? That is the question, and uh, it's going to be one that, you know, we'll see how the, the Bulldogs go in the first month of the competition, and we'll be able to make a better assessment. I'm going to try my best to predict where they're going to finish in the 2021 season. Before we get to that, though, let's just have a look. The NRL.com website has their predicted lineups for every team 
uh, for round one in 2021. We've already gone the, through the Canberra Raiders and the Brisbane Broncos previews and what their teams might look like to open the year. Interesting to note with the Bulldogs that they do have a couple of players unavailable for round one. Luke Thompson's suspended for the opening four weeks because of an eye gouge situation that he had there. Jade Nockenbar will be up for most of the season as well with an injury. So, um, And then they've got a bunch of question marks over the look of their spine. So if we have a look at this lineup, the NRL.com team thinks that Corey Young will be starting at fullback, which obviously that's what he's been signed for. They've got Nick Meany and Dallin Watine Zelezniak in the wing positions. Nick Kotrick uh, and Will Hopwadi are the centers. In the halves, they've got uh, Kyle Flanagan at halfback, but at the 5'8 position, they've got Jake Avarillo, who's a very promising young kid, but they've got him in that position over the likes of uh, Brandon Wakeham and Lachlan Lewis. In the forward pack, they've got Jack Heverington and Dylan Napper in the props. Hooker is Jeremy Marshall King. The second row partnership is Josh Jackson and Raymond Fertilla Mariner. And in lock, they've got Adam Elliott. So uh, not a bad starting lineup there. The bench, they've got Brennan Wakeham, uh, Odgen, Waddell, and Antony. So a bunch of young players there on the bench for the Bulldogs. So that is what the NRL uh, website thinks their predicted lineup will be. It pretty much will be that lineup as far as I'm aware. I don't think there'll be any major differences. Joe Stimson might get a spot on the bench for him as well. And... Uh, a couple of young guys might get their chance to shine throughout the course of the season. But as you can see, there's some talent there. There's a lot of talent there, actually. You've got guys like Alan and Kotrick that have signed with Flanagan. And... But the big question mark, they've got a pretty good forward pack as well, but the big question mark definitely is still on the Bulldogs' spine. At the moment, you look at the, the predicted lineup, and they've got Alan, Avarillo, Flanagan, and Marshall King. It'll be interesting to see how that spine combines and if they can get a good combination going there. I have very big concerns about the hooker position for the Bulldogs. I think they're a lot of the your successful teams in the NRL, they have a star number nine, someone that can really create a bunch of attacking opportunities while also making 40 to 50 tackles a game. And no offense to Marshall King, but I don't know if he's got that fitness and that uh, that skill to set up all those opportunities that you can get out of dummy half. I mean, you look at someone like Damian Cook for the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the fact that he can create a bunch of try assists, whether it be through grubber kicks or, or you know, pinpoint accuracy passes from dummy half close to the line. It's a really big asset in the modern game is the ability to have a very good defensive hooker, but someone that can also have so much spark in your attackive lineup. And I just think Marshall King might not be that man moving forward. There's also obviously going to be a lot of pressure under Kyle Flanagan whoever he partners with in the halves, whether Avarillo is a long-term partner for this season or they change it throughout the year with Lewis and Wakeham, he's not going to be able to do it all by himself, Flanagan. And I I think he's going to have a good season. I mean, I think he's going to create and make opportunities happen that year with the Roosters didn't go the way that he planned, but he still had a lot of experience out of it. And there's some really good signs for Kyle Flanagan, especially in the first half of 2020. He looked good. There was obviously star players around him. But I think that's a very big learning experience for him, and I think he's going to take that experience and move forward and really be the man for the Bulldogs in the next five to ten years. When they get burdened in 2022, that partnership is going to be key for their success moving forward. So Trent Barrett's going to be keeping an eye on Flanagan to see how he goes and just assess the situation throughout the year and who's his half-combination partner going to be there as well. So um, obviously Trent Barrett, he was just at the Penrith Panthers last year, and he was a very key component to how they had so much success in attack. It was outstanding. He, in his only NRL 
job prior. Obviously, he coached the Manly Seagulls, and he didn't have a great time coaching them. He didn't like the facilities they had. They didn't really have any success in the field, Manly. So this is his second chance as a head of coach. I think that he's got to lay the platform, and I think he's been very busy in the offseason getting the players that he wants in this lineup. Um, but it's not going to be overnight, and I think that the Bulldogs are going to lose more games than they win in 2021. But you look at this side, there's a lot of talent on the field. I think they're going to have some success, have more than three victories, that's for sure, in 2021. I think they're going to be a better team overall. But I think this is one of these growth and development years for the Bulldogs, as in 2022-2023, they can be a really competitive side. I don't think they're a finals side in 2021, but I think the future is very bright for all you Bulldogs fans. I've actually got the Bulldogs at 12, in the 12th position this year, I think... As I said, they're going to be in the mix, and they're going to—they could even be in the mix for finals this year. But they're just lacking a little bit of that attacking spot. They only scored 14 points a game, as I mentioned at the start of this podcast last year. So they're going to have to fix that. They're going to have to stop the points from leaking, and their forwards like Napa Jackson, um, Adam Elliott, these guys need to step up uh, because they've lost one of their leaders in Aiden Tolman. They really need to step up and make things happen this year for them in defence and don't concede easy tries. They tried, one thing you can say about the Bulldogs in 2020, they tried really hard, they didn't give up in matches, but usually they were outplayed and the opposition they were versing just seemed to have more skill on the field and more of that X factor. Trent Barrett's on the way to developing that already when you look at the lineup, but I think the Bulldogs and Bulldogs fans, you have to be patient. It's not all going to gel together overnight. I think this is a learning and a growing year for the Bulldogs. I've got them at 12. They will be winning matches, and they will be competitive in a lot of them. I just don't think they've got the skill to match it with the Premiership heavyweights. Anyway, that was my preview for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Thank you guys for listening to all these season previews. As I mentioned, if you haven't gone back and listened to the Canberra Raiders and Brisbane Broncos ones, please do that. And uh, tomorrow, we've got the Cronulla Shark season preview coming up. So check that one out as well. Thank you guys for listening. As always, I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL season previews for 2021. Not long to the start of the NRL season now. I'm pretty excited. Let's get to the action of this year.